All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. So Jolly Ned was talking on another radio station this morning, and he was um, he was doing the pose that, that he likes to do and that the, the Democrats like to do about how they actually care about the cost of energy as they drive up the cost of energy. And they drive it up by making sure that they uh, are, are required by law to buy more expensive uh, types of fuel all the time, of, of energy sources. And they're doing their best to mangle the marketplace and tax the heck out of you. And this is Ned doing the bibidi babo, talking the nonsense to put up a smokescreen because they know this is politically damaging for them. Which I think is interesting that they know it's politically damaging and they're trying to do damage control. But why why not just not cause the damage? But more importantly, uh, what we're trying to do is make sure that we're not captive to the Saudis and Vladimir Putin, uh, who determine what happens to our supply of gas and oil. See, what he's saying is gas and oil are bad things. He's tying gas and oil to those bad sources of gas and oil. While the Democrats have been curbing the United States' ability to continue to be the biggest supplier in the world of those fossil fuels. Uh, We're doubling down on hydro. As you know, we have a long-term contract with Millstone. So that's, um, you know, carbon-free nuclear power. Yeah, this is doing nothing. The Democrats are against nuclear power, but the plant is there. So they they do buy it because it's uh, the cheapest uh, option they've got. That's saving us about $15 a month on your bill right now. It's not saving anything. It's there. And it should be used along with the fossil fuels to keep costs low so we can have enough money to uh, respond to climate change if there's something we have to do that makes sense. 860-522-9842. Oh, they drive me crazy, these guys. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC, good afternoon. As you know, my mission is to get rid of government altogether. I just feel like it's a problem that is devastating the country and the state of Connecticut, both of which are are structurally bankrupt, I think. So we're having a lot of guests on to talk about this. And and one of the key schools of thought about small government is the Austrian School of Economics. And there are groups around the country that represent this, like the Mises Institute. Joining us now is Dr. Mark Thornton, who is from Mises. And, and, uh, well, it's good to have you here, Mark. Thank you for taking the time. Well, thank you very much for inviting me on the program. I think I'm in the right spot. You are definitely in the right Well, if you're in America, you're in the right spot. You just might not always be welcome. <laughs> well, that's true. 
but I think I feel welcome on your program. I do have to warn you, however, we're going through a very severe weather system down here in Alabama right now, so don't be surprised if I get cut off. If you get washed away, we will come looking for you. Thank you so much. Is it is it water you're dealing with? Did the storms from the West Coast make it there? No, this is uh, wind. It's uh, lightning, unbelievable lightning, tornadoes, hailstorms. Um, you know, it's just a little bit of everything, and it's causing havoc and destruction down here. All right, well, let's try to save the country before uh, Alabama gets wiped out. Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of like government. <laughs> so tell us about the Austrian school uh, and what all this is about. Well, we're one of the oldest schools in economics. We go back in time further than Karl Marx and the communists. Um, but we're a very traditional uh, approach that we we took from the classical school of Adam Smith and we built on it and corrected it. And, and, it's, and so it's very traditional economics. A lot of people call us the economics of common sense, but it's actually at the same time pretty radical because we try to envision and to advocate the completely free society um, that we're moving away from. Do you see that as being more, more dramatic than what the founders laid out in, in the founding documents? Well, I would say that uh, we have much in common with the Founding Fathers. They were reading the French uh, free market economists uh, prior to the American Revolution, and that's where we got our original um, inspiration, really, uh, was those uh, French free market economists that nobody's ever really heard of much anymore except maybe Jean-Baptiste Say. Uh, writing a little bit later, but we're very comfortable with the founding fathers of of Thomas Jefferson and, and the men that um, uh, formed this country. Are you saying our founders were inspired by the same things you were or something different? I would say very similar things. They were um, inspired by the free economy, the free market economy, they were inspired by limited government, and they were inspired by a government that was well-regulated and in which there were lots of checks and balances on the government. And what those French free market economists realized for the first time was that the market economy didn't need – you know, somebody telling them what to do. They didn't need the king or the prince to come down and tell them what crops to plant anymore, that the market would figure these things out on its own. And they wanted a government that acted very similar to that, where there would be checks and balances like we have in the market of supply and demand, um, you know, where price can adjust. So they wanted the political market to be created in the image of the economic marketplace. Yes. And, you know, it, they, they tried. Um, you know, they built all of those checks and balances into the system. It's not working anymore. It's not yeah. working the way it used to. Uh, we're not political scientists, uh, but 
you know, obvious it's, it's not um, lost on us that the system is broken. So what, what does the Austrian school teach us about what it is we need as opposed to what we have? Well, first of all, a free market economy unencumbered by any government intervention. So that's first and foremost, you know, government builds on just getting its foot in the door. So we want a completely free market economy. We want complete respect for private property. Um, that's very important in, in all of the aspects of property uh, ownership. And sound money is the biggest missing ingredient that we have today that, you know, that gold and silver, honest money that actually had some value could not be inflated away. So honest money would have us on the gold standard again? That's correct. And as a matter of fact, a lot of our biggest advocates um, entered politics and entered uh, teaching uh, in 1971, when President Nixon took us off the gold standard, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for Congressman Ron Paul, um, Lou Rockwell, who started the Mises Institute, uh, other libertarians and constitutionalists. That was the final straw for them in 1971. And, you know, we've had, uh, a, you know, basically uh, where the dollar has been inflated away by 95 to 98 percent since then, along with ever expanding business cycles and other problems that bad money causes. So I think the gold standard has been our first and foremost uh, standard bearer that we um, defend and promote. And of course, we also are very concerned about peace. Well, hold on a sec before you get on to peace. We're talking to Dr. Mark Thornton from the Mises Institute. What, is, what are the implications of the gold standard with regard to your feelings on the Federal Reserve? Well, I think we can do away with the Federal Reserve or at least most of its daily duties, but we certainly want to take away the power for the Fed to set interest rates. You know, they talk about reducing inflation, they cause inflation. They're the ones printing the money. So they're the, their hands are already dirty. And when they say they want to reduce inflation by raising interest rates, what that really means is they want to put people out of business. They want people losing their jobs. They want people losing their homes. And sure enough, if enough people get fired, if enough businesses go under, and if enough enough homes are foreclosed on because of high interest rates, yeah, they people spend less and prices go down. But that's not much consolation. We don't want that kind of topsy-turvy business cycle, winners and losers, and the money just getting inflated away. They would argue, I suppose, that there is all kinds of wealth that has been accumulated in America because of their ability to um, keep us on the on some kind of track that they have us on. I'm not sure exactly what that is, that, but that I guess w that because they are managing the economy, they're the ones protecting us from ups and downs, and we have long-term stability that's allowed us to accumulate great wealth and build an amazing economy. When you look at our economy, what what is the argument over the long term that that would re refute that take on where we're at? Well, the more that 
central banks get involved in the economy and the more inflation that they cause, the worse the economy performs. You can look around the world. Venezuela used to be one of the richest countries. Uh, it was the richest country in South America, and now it's, it has a socialist government, and they're paying for their spending by inflating the money supply, and they're destroying wealth in enormous amounts every day, and people are fleeing the country um, by thousands and thousands every month. So, you know, it's a matter of degree, yes. But the biggest problem with the Federal Reserve is it's kind of the big, uh, the big player uh, in the world of central banks. And so when we saw uh, a few years ago when the Fed drove down interest rates to zero – uh, and increase the money supply by trillions of dollars, that forced the hand of all the other central banks to inflate their currencies and to drive their interest rates down. And guess what? That's what's causing the high inflation of today, of yesterday, and of tomorrow. So uh, this is, uh, Mark, this is where I'm coming from. I just feel that what we have learned over the past 240 years or whatever it is that that if government gets a toe inside the door then it's going to destroy us and i feel like that's where we are right now we're on some kind of precipice because government has become such a money squandering monstrosity that it's actually our own government has used its ability to spend money that doesn't exist to destroy the idea of electoral politics and, and the people being in charge. Yes, that's right. I mean, they wouldn't inflate the money supply if they didn't want to spend money on something. I mean, it's just like anybody. If you had a printing press uh, and you didn't want to spend any money, well, you wouldn't use it. But, of course, they do want to spend money on everything, enormous sums, lavish spending, and so they have to print and now they're printing in terms of the trillions of dollars. But, you know, if you look back at our history from the beginning of this country to 1971, you know, really 200 years, we were on the gold standard. And we went from minor colonies on the periphery of the known world where there were, you know, 100 savages for every European. <laughs> um, and now and then we became the world's greatest economic superpower so we've already proven you don't need the fed to become a, a great superpower we only have a couple minutes left mark tell us something that you want us to know well i want everybody to come to our website it's m-i-s-e-s dot o-r-g we have the largest economic web page in the world and it's written uh so people can understand it it's written for students uh, business people, housewives, you know, across the board. If you go there and search, you're going to find something interesting so you can sign up. Everything is basically free, and uh, even our books are subsidized, and we give away free electronic copies. So you're not going to get ensnared in anything. You don't have to register or put a credit card in. Just go to M-I-S-E-S dot O-R-G. All right. Anything else you want us to know? Well, we're in the middle of a tremendous battle, of course. Uh, socialism uh, has risen. 39% of young adults now believe 
uh, or believe positively in socialism, mm-hmm. and it's it's a killer. It's killing Venezuela and people in other countries, and we need to fight that with all of our might. Uh, we need to learn some economics, and Austrian economics or the Austrian school of economics is economics that anybody can learn. It's not very far from common sense. It's all written in English. It's not in equations and statistics. So I encourage everybody to come, and I'd love to be back on your program someday, Tom. Yeah, let's do that. All right, Mark Thornton, thank you so much from the Mises Institute, M-I-S-E-S dot org. Is it that simple? Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Great to talk with you. We look forward to doing it again. How about that? We're going to learn more about all this stuff because we have to start advocating for government that can actually protect our freedom and get us back where the founders intended instead of arguing from the place of where we are, which is disastrous. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. To miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Oh, you're all fired up, aren't we? 860 wtic In about 35 minutes, we'll get the rants going. Call in a rant, 860-751-4698. Ralph calling Play from with, South Carolina. How, works out. how what works out, Ralph? I'm sorry. I was just talking to my wife. I didn't realize you were there. That's quite all right. We want to know everything. <laughs> okay, I'll, let you, I'll send you a text. Uh, the reason I called is, and I, I kind of wonder what your thoughts are and your audience thoughts are people who found these papers why didn't they just destroy them well they're lawyers they would have been putting themselves in gra- grave legal jeopardy 
Right, but who's going to know? Nobody's going to know. Well, somebody always finds out these things, especially when you have multiple. What would you do? You start having a meeting with the lawyers, the people who work for to uphold the law and represent law as a premise. And uh, they would have no choice but to turn it over. Plus, what do they care? They're, They're working for the president of the United States. They have no respect for these people. Well, the thing and I thought my thoughts and maybe I'm wrong is that they're throwing him under the bus. They don't want him to run, and this is why they're doing what they're doing. And, again, why would lawyers be going looking for those papers? I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, they weren't looking for those papers, they say. They were looking for – they were clearing out his office on his behalf, which it, you're right. It, the, the fact pattern that we're getting from the, the White House is a little shaky, but it's hard to know which – situation we can depend on you know we can we can we can speculate as to what's going on but it makes right. sense but, that that when they realize there's an office that he's never going to use again well they should get his stuff out of it and well, the thing is they, they found him at the school and uh, in a closet in a I closet mean, in the office that he used did they not i believe yeah i mean but that's the story Right. Well, the story is, unfortunately, we can't believe a lot of stories. from. Well, because it's the government. Why? Why would we believe anything they say? Which brings us to the other guy, you know, the congressman, the lying congressman, who seems to me to be expertly trained by his uh, genetic predispositions to to be part of our political system at a high level. Which one? Which one is that? The Republican or the Democrat? Santos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He should resign. No, no, I'm saying he's he's proven himself worthy of the rest of them. Okay, I got you. So, so it, you know, that's I'm sorry, I've got to hold you right there because we're out of time. But thank you, Ralph, for calling in. It's all they're all just so slimy and gross. And I'm so excited that we're starting to realize it, that the evidence is becoming so abundant, we can't ignore it any longer. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. News Talk 1080. WTIC, isn't it so much fun being together? Okay, we've got more time to talk. It looks like Len Suzio isn't here, which uh, is always a disappointment when he can't be here, but he's a working man. He's not in the state Senate anymore. So... um, you know, sometimes he's at a conference or he's with clients. He's a consultant in the banking industry. That's why he's so smart. He's got a lot of experience being smart. It's not a new thing for him. Um, so so back to this electricity thing. I'm just trying to figure out what all this posing is about, about uh, the electricity from the governor, which, of course, isn't really complicated, but... Nevertheless, it's something we have to look into because they send out conflicting signals all the time. They're looking to squash the availability of fossil fuels. They are looking to drive up the cost. They've been doing this for a long time. Just uh, last year, the governor was still pushing the TCI gas tax, which would create kind of a cap and trade in the state and, and force a cap to exist on the amount of gas that is consumed in the state. And that would, by definition, uh, drive up the cost. But they don't seem to mind. They say it would only drive up the cost X number of cents per gallon. 
as if driving up the cost X number of cents. I forget what it is, a nickel, a dime, 25 cents, whatever it is, we have seen with government tampering the kind of damage that can be done simply because they are looking to get involved, and they're the government. I think about this with the um, the immigration crisis all the time. This is, you know, the, the, the president will try to claim that he didn't do anything to hurt immigration, but he showed up. And, of course, he did stuff, right? I think the first thing he did was to uh, make it easier to get into the country illegally. All of the signals from Democrats are we want more illegal immigration. So the strategy they use, the strategy Jolly Ned is using here, is to create some insulation to protect us against uh, the visibility into the truth of what they're up to. They are trying to destroy our ability. Well, the, the gas story, the natural gas story. What are they doing with natural gas? They, they want us to not be able to burn natural gas in our stove. Isn't this just another prong in a multi-prong approach to drive up the cost of energy? So he talks about stuff like wanting to get electricity from Quebec, but electricity from Quebec is being distributed in New England already. These things are not so complicated. But they pretend he, he wants to be seen as some kind of genius because because Millstone provides electricity to the state. He wants us to think he did that. But Millstone's been around for a long time. Millstone is the new fallback position, despite the fact that Democrats have been working for the past uh, 60 years or so to destroy our ability to get the one carbon free fuel that is capable of providing electricity regardless of what's going on in the world. And they've been blocking it for the, how long? I think it's like 60 years. Maybe it's longer. Tony's in Hebron. Hi, Tony. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Hey, did you see the clown on TV today saying the Wait. economy is doing so great? Which one? Which clown was this? Biden? Yeah, the number one clown. The number one clown. Yes. What exactly bothered you about what he had to say? What bothered me is I went to the store yesterday, hardly bought anything. And does he know the price of eggs? Well, he wouldn't be much concerned with the price of eggs. But, you know, they don't really tell the truth when they speak. Have you noticed this, politicians? No, they don't. So what he means he is... What he means is the subtext of that, if he were telling the truth, would be, I am the president of the United States. Therefore, whatever any nonsense I speak, the media will print and publicize and transmit as if I've said something that's that's connected to reality in some ways. So therefore, I will because some big chunk of the population will believe me. That's all. It's just like Ned with the electricity. Did you hear him say he only had a few... Uh... Uh, confidential files in the garage next to his Corvette? Yes. D does he ever read any police reports of how many garages are broken into? Well, I suspect his garage is pretty secure. Yeah. Did you hear this uh, Biden cut? Let me see if you heard this Biden cut since we're uh, 
flashing Biden cuts at each other. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. How about that single word there? Did you hear that? What was that word? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. It, I think it's Russian or Ukrainian. I was going to put him in uh, uh, foot. Maybe it's hey, Hebrew? Yeah, it I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. Maybe Jesus it's. Christ, he, had a, he had a mini stroke. <laughs> hey, did, did anybody ask him if uh, it'd be okay if maybe China did a minor incursion on Taiwan? Uh, did anyone like, you mean somebody from China? No, no, somebody from the news, like, say, what would he think if China did a minor incursion on Taiwan? That'd be okay, like Russia did on uh, Ukraine? I didn't hear anybody ask him that. No, nobody will. Look yeah, at I don't think so. He does. This is ridiculous. I got extra high blood pressure now because of him. Well, uh, so I feel good about this, what's going on with him, because I feel like we're reaching a... The, the thing we need to be able to save the country is for people to understand it needs to be saved, that we're being robbed blind and destroyed by not just incompetent people, but malicious people and who hide, who hide their true intent from us. And, and that's where I see us as being. So well, I'm, I'm, I think that natural gas cooking with the stove might do it. Yes, I know. They stepped you know, on they stepped on a landmine, which is why they ran away from the story. Thank you, Tony, for the call. Eric calling from Rocky Hill. Hi, Eric. Todd. Eric. <laughs> oh man. Oh, everything. I just, I don't even know what to say. I feel like Joe Biden right now. Um. Yes, America could be summed up in one word, and then he, and then you know what happened next. He pooped in his pants. Um, you know what? If everybody would get together and stop paying their electric bill and their gas bill, oh, it would be glorious. We would, have, we would, we would have a voice. But yes. The problem is the man or woman who has the balls to do it is going to be the government will probably set them up and say they did something bad and throw them in prison or whatever. They'll kill them. Uh, well, that's why you that's why it's like a pressure cooker. You know, the pressure just has to get enough that that it can't be contained. And I think we're getting close to that moment where the political class will not be able to keep the knee on the neck much longer. You know, it it, it boggles my mind that Lamar got voted in again. I, I just look at some of these people I know that voted for him and I just, you know, um, I smile at him because I'm nice. And uh, I have to work with people, too. You know how it is. Well, everybody but, uh, you does. Know, yeah, and, but they're disgusting. They are. They're disgusting. They disgust me. Uh, they're all about destroying the American way of life. They're about destroying freedom. And they're about destroying people in poverty. I'm not in poverty, but they claim to be for people, poor people. But yet they're doing nothing but hurting everyone. It's just well, amazing. But, and Eric, who are... Who's the they you're talking about? Your coworkers? No, no, I shouldn't have said that. I'm saying in general, you know, people in general, people I, I work with, or people but I, I don't, know. I'm just I saying. don't think people in but general they, understand much of anything about what's going on. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe people aren't paying attention and they just believe all the lies. But exactly, I'm, just, I'm so I'm so sick and disgusted by it. Yeah, but don't blame people. If, look for opportunities to pull them over to the side of truth, justice, and the American way, because I believe they have that inside of them. 
that they will at some point get triggered by the plunderers. And that's why this moment we're in with, you know, the social media period, as much as it does bad things, it's it's easy to make the world crazy because social media amplifies the most stupid things. But it also lets us see that Joe Biden, this is his favorite word for describing the country, I guess. I was put him in, uh, put, put. So if, <laughs> if we can know this about the president of the United States, doesn't that mean that the end of their scam is coming? If we can laugh when they, when they try to accuse George Santos of being outrageous because he lies, when we know that's all they do in his business and he's hyper-qualified based on that credential, to be in politics, doesn't that mean we're in a new new era? I guess so. So you're saying I need to go out and teach, uh, kind of like the pastor teaches the Bible. I need to spread the word of exactly the, uh, uh, what's going on here. Yeah, and you do it with love in your heart, just like the pastor, knowing that at some point you can pull them over if you don't have anger towards them. Plus, you you're a happier guy if you don't have anger towards them. So. That's true. Thank you, Todd. All right. Talk to you soon, Eric. Appreciate the phone call. It's good, good, always good to hear from you. 860 uh, Sometimes I'm tempted to proselytize. I apologize. George St. Louis, hi. Hi, Todd. Todd, I worked in the electric utility industry for several decades. I know what electricity costs. You want, if you have a pencil and paper, you can write this down. Hydro power runs $9 a megawatt hour. That's million watts of power. Nuclear, $12.5 a megawatt hour. Fossil fuel, $25 a megawatt hour. Renewable energy, that's wind and solar, $85 a megawatt hour. Wait, what was, the, what was the fossil fuels in between? 25 dollars a megawatt hour this is good these are good numbers i like these numbers yeah todd there's a dispatching office called miso it's out of outside indianapolis Mm -hmm. they dispatch electrical power to you know they they match generation with uh, demand they they have to stream renewable energy with some other reliable sources of power because it's, uh, because uh, the the voltage fluctuates radically uh, when they when they dispatch renewable energy for obvious reasons you know a cloud goes overhead or the wind stops blowing so they have to stream that power with yeah it's very interesting I, how how the uh the grid is a delicate thing in terms of that interaction that you're talking about, right? Yeah. So you you don't want the stuff. You don't you don't want renewable energy. It's 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 for for one thing, it's not secure. But don't they have some um, technology for balancing that out? Have they not figured well, that out? Well, you're talking about you're talking about batteries, right? They, they no, I don't know. We can they always they always say we can store batteries. I can store energy on your electric cars. You can store. Uh, the, the, um, the but, but we don't utility. have in, we don't have infinite access to batteries. Yeah, well, for one thing, you lose twenty five percent storing energy. You mean twenty five percent of the energy you put into a that's battery, correct. you don't get back? That's exactly right. 
that's exactly right. That's another beautiful stat, George. Yeah, that's, that's we got time for one more. Give us one more miraculous stat. Well, I, I, I'm just saying that now they want uh, they want to get rid of gas stoves. Here's here's a stat for you. If you put your Thanksgiving turkey and 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 uh, <laughs> renewable electricity, yeah, it'll probably it'll probably be done by the, the next Saturday. There's a yeah. there's a reliable. Well, maybe we could put it in the oven this year for next year. Yeah, well, that's the kind of power we're talking about. Yeah, that's where they're taking us. Thank you, George. Good to talk with you. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 